now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. the Buffalo Sabres, which is the hockey team that I follow, they have a Simba cam. And anyone who brings like a baby or a toddler or an infant, basically anyone that you could hold up above your head. So like certain married couples could probably do this too. Not me. Um, I'm not nearly strong enough. But you hold up the person like Simba and they put you on Simba cam. I've never seen that before. Have you heard of that? Yes. You have? seen it. Where have you seen it? At one of the games I went to, it may have been a Florida Panthers game. The Panthers, okay. All right. <laughs> Nick, not you? It's cool. I don't, I don't watch a lot of sports. Well, well I sport- guess that's true. You wouldn't see Simba Cam. Now, where where else would they, would you even see that? Like, if it's not a sport, where else are they? do they show? Like, if, I guess if you're walking through, like, City Walk, if they yeah. have that, that camera. Disney on ice. Um, when the Space Mountain moving walkways were still going, would you hold your kid up? You know, like just, just was it 48 inches? So you're holding up this four foot tall human. Is it 38? I don't think it's 48. 48 is rock and roller coaster. Three foot eight. Three foot eight. For Space Mountain. That's 36 plus eight. Carry the one. We need Dean here. It's math. Nick, you look so well rested. I'm exhausted. You know who isn't exhausted? Our listeners. Hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discussed the good stuff of Disney and being tired and heights that I still can't figure out in inches. Um, Dean, right into the show. Let me know what that height is. Uh, I'm Pauly. With me, as always, is Nick. Nick, how you doing? You were laughing because of the transition. So smooth. (laughs) I'm doing great. Great. And with us also, not always, but often, Scotty Boy 4 from Twitter and the Stuff We Love podcast. Scott, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. It's great to be with you, fine gentlemen, to talk uh, whatever it is we're going to talk about. Oh, and what we're going to talk about is a very hot topic. It's very controversial because he didn't tell any of us that we were, that he was going before he was there. We are here to discuss Nick's secret getaway Disney Cruise Line vacation which was fantastic to follow along with nick please uh, the show is yours uh you tell us you have notes i have no questions until the end (laughs) i'm just gonna mute myself and let you talk and i might ask questions as we go but man this i'm so excited to hear your trip report well like my me and my wife discussed like in october that we weren't gonna buy each other uh christmas presents or anything we were just gonna take a cruise and then we kind of just forgot all about it (laughs) <laughs> the cruise left uh what was it this february 28th we booked it like at the end of january so, wow so less than 30 days that's awesome yeah, it was less than when i think i when i first signed on to the app it said it was i was doing the countdown it said 28 days i didn't really tell anybody because if you don't pass a covid test at the port you don't get on so i didn't want to be like you know Right. Get anybody's oh, hopes up or yeah, yeah. get my get own it. hopes up. Like, so we, um, the night before we were so dummy me, we booked a uh, Disney cruise out of New Orleans in the smack dab in the middle of Mardi Gras. 
so Fat Tuesday was the next day. So we were looking. A little bit of traffic? Yeah. Um, no, because we, so instead of going into New Orleans and staying the night, the night before we stopped, we uh, spent the night in Baton Rouge. Ah, Red Stick. Very nice. But also that, that next four weeks or so, we were like double masking and like not going anywhere. And we're like, we don't want to get sick. We don't want to spoil this. So, um, yeah, so the, we were looking for a hotel room in New Orleans before I realized it was Mardi Gras and we couldn't find anything. I said, Mardi Gras should be over. It's usually around our anniversary, which is on February 20th. Um, so it should have been over by now. But then I looked and it was smack in the middle of it. So, you know, most rooms are going for like five, six hundred dollars. Six hundred like Disney. Yeah, Disney World prices. Um, so instead, we I said, why don't we just stay in Baton Rouge? You have a couple of like uh, casinos and stuff there. We can probably get a pretty, pretty decent room and maybe do a little gambling or something for the trip since you can't gamble on the Disney cruise. Nick, how far outside of New Orleans is Baton Rouge? It's about an hour and a half, hour okay. and 15, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, and then um, so when you um, first book the cruise, you have to get on the app, the Disney Cruise app, and you have to um, submit paperwork, basically your passports and your photos, because they don't do the check-in at the port anymore. They, you do it all ahead of time. And then you had to pick an, a port arrival time. So I picked the earliest I could, which was 11 to 11.15. And then 15 days out, you have to submit your, because uh, right now you have to be vaccinated to cruise, at least on Disney. I don't know all the others, but um, you have to go to a site and submit your vaccination cards and be approved on there. So we, we, um, so we stayed in Baton Rouge and just drove up the next morning where I planned it where we would arrive like at 1030 to give us a little just in case we had to stop for any reason or there was traffic or anything. And then we got there and I was like, well, we're like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes early. And I had looked earlier, a couple weeks earlier on um, YouTube looking for like if anyone had taken a cruise out of New Orleans and see how, what the process was, but nobody had. The only ones I could find were Port Canaveral. And the, all the ones I saw from there, you showed up, you gave them your paperwork, they scanned you and let you in the port. And then you had to park and they, do, they were doing the testing in your car. Well, here, uh, or here, in New Orleans, when we got there, um, they weren't, they didn't scan anything. The guy just asked to see it. I showed it to him. He let me in the in the parking garage. And then we turned a corner and there was another guy there and they took our bags. And he just asked to see the paper. He didn't scan anything. He didn't look at the times. Um, but we'd waited till 11 hit before I even approached it. If I'd known that, no one was gonna scan my tickets till, you know, the, the port thing a port arrival time code, I would have showed up an hour early, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, you go around a corner and they assign you, they had tents, blue tents set up in this giant room. So you have privacy uh, when you pull your pants down to do the sample. <laughs> yes. So they had all these blue tents set up with numbers on them. And the lady at the door was like, you go to seven. So we went to tent seven. And then the tent opened and there was a nurse inside there. And she goes, come on in. And um, she gave you the cotton swab, but you had to do it yourself. Yep. And then they tell you to go wait in the waiting room. So you go out of the tents and then there's a look almost like an airport setup, you know, it's like concession stand yeah. open mm -hmm. with drinks and then you can get popcorn and stuff. 
and they had all these seats and then they had two giant TVs that would have your reservation number would pop up when you cleared, but you'd also get an email um, telling you your results. And they said it would take up to an hour um, to get the results. So we sat there for 45 minutes and I got the email at the same time. The, well, I wasn't even looking for an email. I had, when I had registered, you have to register on the site. It's called Safe Passage. I just had that page open and I was just refreshing that, waiting for the results. And the minute we got our results, we jumped up and um, walked over to the, the line to, to check in. Yeah. And, you know, in the past, the other crews we did on the fantasy, they, you know, you had to give them all your paperwork. You had to, you know, they had to add a bunch of questions. If you had any um, freebies or anything you were getting for being in the Castaway Club or anything like that, they handed you all that stuff. They didn't do any of that. They, the, the guy looked at our passports, goes, okay, go. And we, wa we walked down to the gangplank that would take us onto the ship. That's when I took the picture of the ship and sent it to you guys. Right. It said, talk to you. And I went, what? <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. Um, well, I understood exactly what was happening. <laughs> all I knew what was happening. Um, I think so we I were... sent, because you sent that picture um, in a couple different chats that I happen to be a member of, and um, I think I said what in both, and then I yeah. sent you a specific text just to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so we were, were on the Wonder, which is the one of the two smaller ones. Um, so we've now been on the Fantasy and the Wonder. Um, and it's... The two I haven't been on. It's remarkable how much it, I looked it up. It only says it's 115 feet longer. It's they not do, the length, it's the width. It's the width and the height. Oh, they do a lot. They do yeah. a lot with that length though, because yeah. they, they have so much more on deck of the fantasy than they do the wonder. Not yeah. that um, we were disappointed. We were on a Disney cruise ship, so we weren't. Upset. Yeah, but like it's not a bad thing absolutely no, but it but, is one of those things that i did notice when i went from the dream to the magic that the magic is noticeably um less wide i think it's 20 feet is the difference yeah. um you don't notice the 150 feet length you do notice the 20 feet wide <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. and the atriums that you walk into are much grander on yes. the fantasy um so like we 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 got on the ship um, this is so when we showed the guy our passports, that was the first time anyone scanned our port arrival. We arrived a little after 11 and we got on at 12.15. So we probably could have showed up earlier. I wasn't going to test it though. <laughs> um, so when you get on, you have to go, you're on deck four, you have to go down to deck three because that's where the, the main floor of the atrium is. And uh, so we get down and they ask your name and they announce you, you know, Disney Cruise uh, welcomes the you know, family um, onto the ship. And then <laughs> where you're standing, <clears throat> where you're standing, the elevators are on, you're right in front of you or on the side of you when you're standing where they announce you. And right in front of you is the port um, adventure desk. So it's not like you don't really even see anything. It's not till you turn around, you know, go around the corner that you see the atrium. So we came around the corner and they had a cast member there and they told you where to stand and they had about um, 10 groups and uh, Mickey Mouse was there dressed in his captain uniform. We got the cast member says, hey, welcome aboard. Mickey wants to welcome you. Mickey dances and waves and um, and then they tell you, you know, okay, go. 
around the corner and go into the lounge. And there's a lounge right there. Um, you go in there and then here we sat down and it's all these people who didn't download the Disney Cruise Line app ahead of time, who didn't create an, uh, a, an account, who didn't do any of that ahead of time. And there's a lady on stage explaining what you need to do to get the app. Well, meanwhile, I had opened the app and um, already found where our mustard station was. Um, so we sat down and the minute we, we sat down, I was like, oh, it pulled right up. And and she was like, um, she was explaining, okay, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, so you know where your mustard station is. And she was like, once you find that out, you can go. So like we sat down and really stood back up and walked out of the room and walked past a bunch of people that had been on before us because they didn't have the app downloaded ahead of time. Um, and everything's on the app now. You, the navigator, all the activities, all your dining, all the shows, everything's listed on the app. So you need it. And you could also uh, chat. You could do um, with anyone in your party or anyone on the ship if they give you their chat ID. Yeah, they had that. I think that was in testing mode when we did the magic in 2015. So um, it, it yeah. actually worked great for us because those track phones were terrible. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you have experience with that, Scott. Um, no, no, I personally don't. Or Nick yeah. on the map. On the, on the, on fa the fantasy, sorry. Yeah, when we were on the fantasy, the only thing we really used the app for was to text each other. We didn't do anything else on it. That was the only thing. Because um, we didn't buy any Wi-Fi package or any of that. So the only thing we used oh, it for. Oh, same. I wanted no part of the outside world when yeah. I'm on board at Disney Cruise. Yeah, so, you you put the Wi-Fi you put the Wi-Fi on and put it in airplane mode, so you don't get anything. Although weirdly, I was randomly getting texts every yes. once in a while in the middle of the I'm in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, we're sitting there, and texts are coming through. I'm like, how is this? So just a question, because I, I've not done a Disney cruise before, so this is informational for me. But if you don't purchase the Wi-Fi package, you don't have Wi-Fi in the ship. Is that it? Yeah, you just all you have is the app. That you can't work. well. You, and you don't can, have external Wi-Fi. Yeah. You do have Wi-Fi to use on the ship for other ship-based communications. Right. Ship, so you ship get related your app stuff. updates. Yeah. You can see what the menus are for dinner and all that stuff. You yeah. just mm -hmm. can't get off the ship on Wi-Fi. Do you know what the cost of the Wi-Fi package is? A lot. Yeah, I didn't look. And I'm, from what I've heard, it's horrible. At, uh, when we say a lot, are we saying, is that $99 a lot or more? A more. Ooh. Yeah. From, from what I've heard, it's it's bad it's slow when you log off it keeps you logged on so you use all your minutes and then you have to buy more because you it kept you connected even though you told it to disconnect you so wow. i was looking to relax and unwind so i didn't really i didn't want i didn't need to google anything or <laughs> all the information i needed for the cruise was on the app yeah um which the app is awesome when you're on the ship. The app does nothing when you're not on the ship. And I I wish one thing they would do is make the app where you could um, preview cruises, you know, check maybe check out menus ahead of time or, you know, activities or sample navigation, something, you know, for the that the app could do before you get on the boat. But before you get on, all you can basically do is um, reserve dining if you want to do Polo or Remy. Um, and reserve anything in the spa, or um, if you want to buy something, have something delivered to the room. It is amazing how the app wakes up, for lack of a better word, yeah. when you step aboard the ship. 
Um, and Scott, I have some prices for you. It's $89 for a gigabyte. Wow. That's, that's hardcore. And if you run over <laughs> your, your 1000 megabytes, it's going to be another $89 Now you can pay as you go per megabyte, 25 cents. But if you think about some kid watching YouTube videos. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I that, that's like I said, way more than I would have thought. If I'm going on a Disney cruise, I don't want I mean, Nick, I loved when, you know, and we'll get to that. Um I love when you were sending pics like underway, but I didn't want to see anything from you until you got <laughs> off the ship. Yeah, I, I only did it like three times, I think. Um, and it was just, and it was only because my phone was getting random texts that I responded to a couple of them. If right. they weren't randomly coming through, which they shouldn't have because I was in airplane mode, I would think that would keep it because otherwise, I guess you could get texts in the middle of a flight. <laughs> yes, except from what I understand, the airplane mode on a plane has more to do with instrument landing and taking off. And it has to do with the sending, not the receiving. Oh, okay. Well, that was funny because I was getting just random texts throughout that. Yeah. But um, so in the past, like when we did the fantasy, Scott, after you you uh, basically check in, you have to go do a muster drill, which is basically them telling you if there's an emergency, you come to this is where your assigned location is. You have to come here. And um, like when we did the fantasy, there was like a half hour presentation thing and we couldn't even start till everyone that was assigned to our station showed up yeah so and that and that's merit that's that's coast guard law you, yeah. you have to do that um are you saying muster or mustard muster but it probably sounds like mustard <laughs> there's no mustard drill yeah, muster <laughs> how do you respond to spicy deli mustard yeah you know everything i say is wrong Paul. um so in the past, you had to wait. Like when we were on the fantasy, we literally sat there and they're like, we're waiting for, you know, Jan Smith to show up before we start this. And they were paging people, you know, wow. they were like, Jan Smith, come here, you know, so we can get started, you know. But now, I the, our, our uh, station was Animator's Palette, which was closed. But on the outside, they had four giant signs that said uh, Station R, RST. Wait. I gotta figure out my alphabet. RST LNE. It was the popular letters from Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> it was, uh, I think it was PRS and T were all the uh, stations at Animator Palette. But the door was closed, but the signs were there and there was a cast member there. And you basically just walk up to the cast member. The app asks, Is your whole party there? You click yes. He makes you scan your letter on the wall and then you're done. So it took all of 20 seconds yeah. to check in. Just so you know, there's an emergency. This is where you come. This is where it's at. Yep. Um, and then um, right after that, he goes, okay, um, go down one floor to Tiana's. It's open for lunch. So at 1230, we're in Tiana's for lunch. When we did the fantasy, um, there was some kind of Coast Guard issue and they weren't letting people on the boat. We were standing out on the on the curb outside the port for an hour. So we didn't get on, we didn't even get on the ship till 2.15. So we were on the, sh uh, 2.45. Mm -hmm. 
we were on uh, the Wonder two and a half hours before we'd gotten on the Fantasy. And since the mustard, uh, whatever, <laughs> um, only took two minutes instead of like 45 minutes, you know, we had all this extra time. So that uh, we had lunch and then we got to go off and do whatever we wanted. Pre-COVID, they had the big uh, on-deck um, sail-away party. You know, they had, they had cast members out dancing and they had, you know, the show on the Jumbotron and everyone was on deck. Um, there was no, people were just minding their own business, doing whatever they wanted because there was no sail-away party uh, currently, which I don't know which one I prefer. Because <laughs> the sail-away party was cool because it got you hyped and, and all that stuff. But then, you know, you we just think, hey, we're on vacation. Let's do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing we did was lunch, which was really good. Yes, um, that's similar to our experience on the Dream, where the first thing we did was Cabanas. Yeah, I believe Cabanas was open, um, but they just directed us to go to Tiana. What uh, what type of food is Tiana's? Beignets. When you go for dinner, they had beignets. Um, it's Cajun food. Oh yeah, that's good. The, the three main restaurants on there it was uh, Tiana's, which had Cajun food, Triton's, which was supposed to be seafood. Um, and then animators yeah, Anima- and then animators palette. So we had booked Remy's for the first night because my thinking was there's three restaurants. They're going to rotate you. So you probably have the f- same restaurant the first night and the last night. No, because the third night, all the restaurants have the same menu because it's pirate night. So it was Triton's. Animator's Palette, Animator's Palette, Tiana's for right. my dining. Right. So we had Remy booked when we were supposed to go to Triton. Um, but so for lunch, um, Scott, since you were asking, um, I had a beef empanada appetizer, which was amazing. Mm. And I said, this is really good. And our server, uh, his name was Bob. He said, do you want another one? I said, yes, I do. That's and the cruise greatest right thing there. about a Disney cruise. Scott, <laughs> yeah. all of the main dining if you like something, you can have as many of them as you want. And if you yeah, want, if like, I'm having filet mignon and I like it, I could get five. You, you could. You can get five, but if you like the filet mignon, but you also think that the crab cake looks good, you can get both. Yeah, my and, big. And if you really like the dessert, you can have two or three of those as well. Yeah. Another thing they're doing different now is you only sit with your party. So it's just it was just me and my wife. We were at a table by ourselves. So, well, so and I, that's yeah, good. That, no, that's good. Um, and I have no experience with the rotational dining with another party because every time, both times I've been on a cruise, it's been a party of eight. So we've had our own table anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we were on the Fantasy, we were at a table of eight, but there was four couples. So we got to know three other couples on the cruise because they were just randomly seated with uh, three other couples. But since now, there's you're there. You only get you only stay with your party. We had a table by ourselves every night. Wherever we That's ate. great. Yeah. Um, now let me ask you guys a question, having nothing to do with the cruise itself. But if you had a choice to sit by yourselves with your party or to sit with random people, what would you choose? By ourselves. Yeah, me too. I don't need anybody to know that I'm getting two appetizers, two main courses, and three <laughs> okay. desserts. But then you can't do the baller move I did on the fantasy one night where um, they brought out this eggplant um, pasta uh, appetizer. It was like an eggplant roll. Rollatini. Um, 
roll it. Yeah, it had sauce and all that in there. He brought it out, and I was like, this is amazing. He goes, do you want another one? I said, yes, I want one for myself and bring two more for the table. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You can't do that when you're sitting by yourself. No, but I would just order another three. Yeah. See, that's the difference because I don't care. Yeah, and then when you're all and every extra every extra piece ups their tip by a dollar. (laughs) Every extra order. Um, Yeah. So um, then just uh, I also then we had um, uh, potato leek soup, Scott, and a, a, a beef strip. Which was basically just, it looked like um, a big slab. I mean, I probably have a picture of it. But it was really good. And that um, every everyone there, um, uh, the, all the servers we had. So you get assigned to dinner, you get assigned a server and an assistant. But whenever you go for lunch, it's just wherever they, wherever they sit you, you get whoever has that station, which is all the same people. So like our server, um, his name was Agoon. Um, we saw him around, like he was there. And our assistant server, uh, Luciana, she was stationed in Cabanas for lunch at the seafood, little seafood salad station they had there. I saw her when we went for lunch. Um, I love seafood salad stations, you know? Well, it was like half was salad and half was cold. Uh, like peel, all, uh, peel and eat shrimp, uh, little crab legs and uh, claws. It's just Sounds a big good. sea of ice and, and muscles. Yeah. Right and stuff that you want to eat. Oh, so let's check in my notes. So we're sitting there eating and we're, I think we were on the, the soup and a waiter walked by and they, they carry, you know, the food comes, uh, like the plate has a metal cover over it and they'll stack them like four high and like four rows. And he's walking behind my wife and the tray tips over and about uh, eight plates just fall and shatter behind her and before we can even react to what has happened there's like the head waiter and like three other people are right at my wife They're like are you okay is everything okay you know checking on her and the you yelled waiter, out free cruise yeah <laughs> the <laughs> only one we had talked to was before that was bob yet somehow the head waiter knew her name oh yeah so that's because that's their job they are yeah they know they they try to learn everybody. So the so um, I thought Scott, I was like, oh, the, when all that happened, they rushed us. We're getting free bacon. Right. You remember <laughs> the story, right? <laughs> but no, we didn't. Um, they offered to move us, um, and I said, well, we're obviously now in the safest spot in the restaurant because it ain't possible to drop another tray of food directly behind her again. They move your wife's chair so it's to the, you know, it's against a porthole. Yeah. So she's got, um, nobody can get behind her. Um, yeah, so that was that was great. Um, well, the dropping the plates were great, but um, the, the attentiveness and the service is just, it's just amazing on the, so like, um, like when you, like, so I ordered a ginger ale and they, they put that in the notes and we went to dinner. Luciana said, would you like a ginger ale? You know, cause they know that's what you ordered, you know? And if you just say yes, it'll be there every night when you sit down. Wow, that's service. Every order will be already ready to go. We'll be sitting at the table. From that, our is, that is service. From our experience that goes for every guest, regardless of age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, can I tell you nothing impresses a kid more when they sit down 
and they take their napkin and they put it on their lap and they're trying on their best behavior and the chocolate milk arrives and they didn't even say anything. They didn't ask or anything. Nothing. And they look at you like they remember. Um, so then we made a major mistake and went to the uh, spa open house um, because they were showing you all the different things and telling you all the stuff they could do. And um, we signed up for a couple of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, mi a, a mistake for who? My wallet. <laughs> Did One you get the Wi-Fi massage signing up for a Disney cruise is a mistake for yeah. your wallet, but value is relative. It's funny because um, when I, uh, I went back to work um, the other day, someone asked um, how my vacation was, and I said, I ate too much, I drank too much, I spent too much, and I loved every minute of it. That's a good trip right there. <laughs> so we that's went a, to that's a butter and bacon trip that, right there. Yeah. That's a it, now now we have a title for the show. We were going to cause it uh, call it uh, cruising to cruise harder, but um, I'm I'm thinking that this is the Dave Matthews cruise. <laughs> too much. Too much. I was thinking I was going with that, and then do you remember that's on the crash album, right? Yes. Classic. So um, this I blame Kevin for. He had got acupuncture, and the acupuncturists were standing right there. And uh, he goes, "Well, I could do a consultation." And you know, like we talked for a couple of minutes and stuff. And then my wife's like, "Well, go ahead and do it. You can." Uh, um, I was like, "Well, we're still doing the tour, so we're doing the tour." And um, I'd always heard about the rainforest on the spa. Um, and I guess before pre-COVID, you could just come and go as long as you paid. Now they book it out for two hours. Why? said, let's do that. And I was like, I don't even know what it is. She goes, I don't care. Let's just do it. So we booked um, the rainforest. And then they showed us the room where they do the couple's massage. And it's two rooms. One room where the massage beds are. Then the other room overlooks the water. And there's a jacuzzi and a little cart set up for, uh, with tea and stuff on there and a bed. So my wife's like, I don't care, we're doing this too. And I was like, we're gonna spend way too much money <laughs> on this spa. But um, she goes, it's our anniversary. Said, okay. So we booked, so then we came back out and the acupuncture was standing right there. He goes, hey, I got time right now if you wanna do a session. And I was like, well, we just got on the ship, you know, I don't know, we gotta, we gotta go check everything out. And my wife's like, do it. And I was like, okay. So she's like, I'm going to get a coffee because right outside the spa is the um, the Cove, which is their fancy coffee place. So like, if you go to the little stations where the soft drinks are, Sky, you can get free regular coffee, or you could go to the Disney Starbucks, which is the Cove, and go in and actually pay for your coffee. Because that, which that you can also get adult coffee. Yes. You can get adult and, coffee pretty much, and I'm not exaggerating, 18 to 20 hours a day. Wow. Let me yeah. ask you a question. So when I was younger, I've, I've been on a couple of cruise ships, not Disney. I remember getting, getting a soda pass where you pay this flat fee and there'd be unlimited soda the length of the cruise. Does Disney have that? No, because on deck nine, there's a soda station. And they have this, it's just there, the cups are there, the machines are there, and there's a cast member there to do like coffee, tea, or any of that. But if you just want a soda, you can just walk up and fill your cup up. It's included. This is great. 
Disney, Disney Disney Cruise Line has soda included. It's all included. and and hot and basically all non-alcoholic beverages are included. Yeah, that is great. So, um, so ba- basically, you have the Cabanas, which is a buffet, um, and they you basically you pick up the plate, hand it to the first guy, and then he just passes the plate down the line, and they put the food on the plate for you. Is that a COVID thing or is that the way it always That's is? a COVID thing. Before you just do it yourself because it was a buffet. Yeah. Um, so they have the buffet that's open for breakfast and lunch. I don't believe it was open for dinner um, because you have your rotational dining. Um, and then you have your the three restaurants. Then there's Remy, which is uh, not Remy, uh, Paolo. There's no Remy on the wonder. Um, there's Paolo, which is an upscale like Italian restaurant that you have to pay extra for. And then on the deck, deck nine they have food stations where you can get food anytime anytime it's open and most of those were open from like 10 in the morning till like 11 o'clock or midnight they had a pizza one pinocchio's pizza ria they had um one that had um hamburgers hot dogs chicken sandwiches fish sandwiches and oddly they had shawarma which was delicious um then they had um Daisy's Delights, which was like uh, pre-made salads, wraps, um, and a build-your-own-bowl thing, which we didn't do, but it was like towards the end. Uh, they had the drink station there, and then they have soft-serve ice cream, which the cast member has to do for you right now. They don't let you touch the machines. Um, but you have all that food that's pretty much available, you know, on deck. We have all that going all the time. So you have all these options for food, and the only food items you have to pay for separate if you go to Paula. So that's considered a nice, nicer restaurant where you have to pay for your entrees. Unlike yes. the fact you would have it included if you went to a, one of the other places. Yeah, all the rest of the food's included. Mm-hmm. Even room service. Room service is available 24 hours a day and it's included and you just order it on the app and then a guy shows up um, a little bit later. And when 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 Nick says that there's a there's an upcharge, it's not what you would expect. Well, from a cost perspective, they changed it. Oh, so, yes. So in the past, Paulo was forty five dollars per person, and you can order anything on the menu you wanted. Now, it's forty five dollars per person for the prefix menu, and they have an a la carte menu yeah. because apparently the the two um upscale dining uh spots on the wish are going to be a la carte completely so they're trying uh, to line up all the restaurants okay. now with that, that makes so sense. that's still though i mean for what you get 45 dollars. 45 dollars, you have um an appetizer uh, a salad course the main course and dessert from the prefix menu. And we both ordered off that, but they had a large um, menu you could order off of, including like steaks and mm-hmm. um, and all that. But we just ordered off the prefix menu. It was still amazing. And what, like, what was on the prefix menu? Um, so I had, hang on. Oh, so, so we had Remy that night. So let me just, um, we I did the acupuncture, which actually was, I didn't even feel really feel it, but by the time I got up, I'd been having some neck issues. My I didn't my neck pain was gone for the entire time I was on the cruise. Now whether that was the acupuncture 
or I was on vacation. <laughs> I don't know, but it seemed to work. Um, so we had, um, we walked around kind of exploring the ship and I was a little upset because I was like, well, dang it, I wanted to go to Triton's, but we have Remy tonight. And I went to guest services and I asked if there was any way to, you know, switch our dining. And, um, and it, she said, well, you can check on the app. When I went to the app, the guest services for food um, issues was closed. There was no one working it. So we, we went, to, our Remy dinner was at seven. Our dining regular started at 5.55. So we went to Triton's and got appetizers before we went to Paula. I think I said Remy. Um, before we went to Paula. So we went to Triton's and I got escargot because that's what I wanted. It was the main thing I was looking forward to. So um, I got escargot and my wife got this little shrimp dish and we met our, our, our head server and the assistant server and um, each of the restaurants has like a show now. So um, Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy and Donald, yeah, the five. Um, they came out and they danced around the the, the um, restaurant and then left. It was like about three minutes. They played a song and they danced around the restaurant. And we ate our appetizers and then we told, he's like, well, what else would you, you know, he was, the um, Agoon was asking us what we wanted for our salad or main course. We we're like, oh, we're leaving, we're going to Paulo. He's like, oh, okay, we'll enjoy Paulo. <laughs> so we had appetizers at, um, Tritons then went to went to follow. Um, let's see, I'm trying to find it was and so I booked it and I couldn't book brunch. Brunch said it was uh, booked up. We went to Paula for dinner. There was only two other uh, tables in the restaurant at seven, and when we left, there was only three other parties that had come in. So there was they were not booked for dinner at all. It was it was practically empty. Um, I got, I'm not lying when I say this, I got the best calamari I think I've ever had in my life. Solid. Yeah. You haven't eaten it in New Jersey yet, but no. I will give you, I will give you. <laughs> most of the time. Calamari but, on board is really good. I will say that most of the time I get Paulo, or Paulo, get, um, most of the time I get calamari, it's at some chain restaurant, so. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of experience at fast, uh, fancy Italian places. That so, yeah, so it's the um, flash frozen, pre-breaded, yeah. pre-cooked, yeah. throw this... it in the oil and heat it up and it's done calamari, which yeah. Scott, uh, if you were to go to an Italian restaurant here in New Jersey and they gave you that, it's going back. That's that's <laughs> a crisis right there, a food crisis. This You could tell this calamari was fresh, was freshly breaded, and it came with one shrimp that was the biggest shrimp i've ever seen in my life and when i it was i mean it was it took five bites to eat this one shrimp that's how big it was and those were pretty big bites that's a pretty that's a big shrimp and this was a, a kind of a makeup uh anniversary dinner too because as i told i don't know how when when i did the when we did my last cruise report years ago um, so on the fantasy, Scott, we, I went and saw Black Panther, they had, it was right when Black Panther opened. So I went to the midnight showing of Black Panther that Thursday. And then that, the next morning was Castaway, um, their private island. And I did a 5k, then I went snorkeling, 
and then I just sat out in the sun. Then we went back to the ship, got ready for dinner. We went to probably had Palo that night, and it was our twenty. It was it was our dinner for our twenty fifth anniversary. Even though it was a couple, our anniversary was actually a couple days earlier. I fell asleep at the table. It's great because I was exhausted after staying up to watch the movie, getting up early to go run in the hot sun, and then snorkeling. Um, so my wife has not let me forget that for the last uh, four years that I fell asleep during that. Uh, so I had to make it up to her uh, awesome. this time. Um, Apollo is, is so worth the $45 just on the prefix menu. My mm -hmm. wife got, um, I believe she got a steak. Um, but then like the regular menu has tons of options. Mm -hmm. The prefix, you had your choice of two appetizers, two different salads, four main courses, and two desserts. So we just basically said, one of each, you know, appetizer, one of each salads, one of each desserts, and we each just picked an entree, uh, an entree. Yes, quite frankly, $45 for that is a very reasonable price. I mean, you could go to a diner here, Paul, you would know this in Jersey. And if you got a an appetizer, a salad, an entree, and dessert with tip, your meal is going to be more than $45. In more than cases. $45. Maybe, yeah, it's yeah. very reasonable for a fancy yeah. restaurant on a cruise. Doesn't surprise yeah. me. But now they're going to the a la carte menu, so you're probably paying right. a lot more. Right. So if you get the pre but the prefix menu, that's what it would be. Yeah. And I don't know how long the prefix menu is going to stay, if that's going to go away when the Wish launches and they all all the upscale restaurants go to the a la carte menu. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, so when we left, when we left Paulo, though, we were full between the apps at Triton's and Paulo, we had, <laughs> we had gorged ourselves. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that much long, earlier that we had lunch, we had lunch at one o'clock. Um, and then we, uh, so we decided to walk off our food. So we went walking. Um, we walked up on, we got up on deck nine. That's the main where the, the pool and everything is. And then deck 10 is kind of like half a deck. And then deck 11, I think is just, on one side, cabanas, and the other side, the spa. Um, so uh, we were walking around deck nine, and they have the, uh, on one of the funnels, they have a giant television, the funnel vision. And Paul, I guess what movie they were showing? Black Panther. No. Toy Story. Of course, because <laughs> it's your favorite movie. Eric Bixar movie. Unle well, see, that's the, I'm going to bring that up because there was on Twitter, what is your favorite movie without naming your favorite movie? Guardians and this guy brings up Guardians of the Galaxy. And I respond with sad Woody holding his hat. This <laughs> <laughs> was my favorite. Uh, so we actually sat there and watched it for a little bit. We didn't watch the whole thing. Um, and the, the shops on the, the cruise ships can only be open when they're uh, at sea for the, um, uh, what do you call it? International. Duty. Yeah, duty-free. Right, duty right. Free. For duty-free shopping. And we're, they had like, um, one of the walls had like paper covering it, so you couldn't see what was behind it. It was perfume. And apparently we were too close to the, the U.S. for them to open up the, the perfume section. That opened up the next day when we were uh, in the middle of the Gulf. But um, the I was a little disappointed in the in the shops there. There was two. 
Um, one had more kid-friendly stuff. One had more um, adult merch, like jewelry and uh, uh, stuff like that. But I can, can I wanted, you buy a lot of Disney merch on ship? You can buy a lot of Disney Cruise merch. Right. But like, so like, I like polo shirts. Right. And they only had three. And three designs. Three. Yeah. One was orange, and I was like, well, I don't wear orange. Mm. One was um, like blue, like a blue with white stripes, and the other was white with blue stripes. Um, so I bought one, I bought the white with the blue stripes, but I was hoping there would be more designs because I've seen tons of different, you know, shirt designs and stuff. Um, so I was a little disappointed with the, but I bought the shirt and I bought a Tervis. They had they actually had six different designs of Tervis, which I was shocked by. They had three small and three big. That's and, cool. Yeah, so I got one that has like it says um, it's got like a passport. Your, your ticket to cruise on the back of it. Uh, that one was really cool. That's the one I got. I think that's popular on board because, um, well, in non-COVID times, people would use those while aboard and fill up their soda, get their iced tea, get the lemonade. Um, and it's a lot easier than going back and forth with paper cups. Yeah, there was a couple of people I saw fill up other containers at the stations, but most people just filled up the paper cup. Yep. There wasn't a lot of people carrying around metal you know the metal uh, yeah because like i said with our cruises it was parties of eight and trying to keep track of which paper cup was whose um we went with individual turvis styles so everybody got to pick their style and the kids yeah. got little ones and the adults got big ones so it was it was easier to figure out that way yeah so that was like the first night so we were going back to because we hadn't been to our room yet at all um we were going to our room and it was like like uh nine o'clock or something like that and so, like, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. We did go back. We went to the room before we went to eat. We went to the room. Um, your, bags were in the, they have your, your bags are in the hall, and your room key is above um, on the little fish next to the door. It has your room number. Um, and then there was um, two DVC lanyards because we're DVC members. They had hung two DVC lanyards. Uh, there and they put a DVC magnet on the door. So a big thing on the cruise ship, Scott says, to decorate your door. And there were some I, people that had crazy doors. Some people had lights, the battery operated like Christmas lights around their door. Some were just covered top to bottom in magnets. Um, so we had put all our bags and everything in there and then we went to dinner. So we had walked around and we'd come back to our room. Our room attendant's name was Andrew. He was phenomenal. He was amazing. He had made a, on the end of the bed, they have like a blue cover blanket that has like uh, uh, like the Disney Cruise symbols and like anchors and stuff on it. He had made a towel, uh, a towel animal penguin wrapped in that blanket and put my wife's sunglasses on. And it was sitting at the edge of the bed and we had walked in, I was, I was sideways talking about it and I turned and I went, oh my God, and just screamed when I saw this thing. <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. That's fantastic. <laughs> so the itinerary was um, day two was a day at sea. Day three was Cozumel, Mexico. Day four was a day at sea, and then we got off the ship. So if you go to the on the app, you go to the navigator, and it has just a list of everything that's going on that day, and you can favorite it. And if you favorite it, it'll give you a notification 15 minutes before let you know hey this event's coming up so i went through and favorited all the different things we wanted to do and um 
that morning they had um, the kids clubs that were had an open house. So you can go in and walk around the kids club and check them out. And they were having a Marvel character meet and greet, but they didn't say who it was. So I went over there and it was about um, 20 minutes before it started. I was in there taking pictures and stuff. It was hardly, it was me and like uh, a guy with his two kids and a lady with her daughter. We were the only ones in there. And um, the, one of the, and a couple of the crew members. And one of the ladies said, uh, the cast member said that uh, there were two characters coming, but she didn't know who it was. And my wife had been outside, um, right outside the kids, uh, Oceaneers Club is the Walt Disney Theater. No, the Buena Vista Theater where they show the movies. She was sitting there and she's like, where are you? I said, I'm in the Oceaneers Club. She's like, where is that? I was like, literally 10 feet from where you are. But I walked out to get her. And when I walked out to get her, I turned back around and like 50 families showed up. Like everyone that had a kid showed up for the Marvel meet and greet. Zoom. Four minutes before it started. So where I was basically the only one in there waiting, when I walked out and walked back in, I was now in a line of like 30 kids. Mm. There was more coming. It's like, I think every kid on the ship came in for this thing. Sure, why not? And I was like, I was like, I told my wife, I said, we don't have to wait for this unless it's Spider-Man. And then like two seconds later, <laughs> Spider-Man ran by. Wow, that's quality. And I was like, damn it. The Spider-Man and Thor came out. And the kid doing Spider-Man sounded just like Tom Holland. Like, I swear, he could have pulled that's it fantastic. off. It could have been Tom Holland, for all I know. Wouldn't that be funny? Um, so you can pick. They have all sorts of stuff. They have um, art classes. They have tons of trivia. Um, I did movie quotes trivia and sucked. Um, I was like, I, I know movie. You know, I know quotes. I quote movies all the time. There were some random ones there that I didn't know, but I ended up with um, twenty three out of fifty, and I was very mad at myself mm. that I did that bad. There was a couple of them I just had no clue. There was one from a. A Christmas story. I had no idea what it was. There was one from. I could do uh, movie trivia on this show, and um, it was funny too because there was a second one. He said we're going to do two more. We did. They did four on the thing. He goes, every one is different, so you can't come to one, get all the answers, and show up to another. <laughs> did they have you music know that trivia? Happens. They had. They have music trivia. They have TV trivia. Um, one couple we talked to said they did. They were doing TV theme songs. Oh, at one of them. <laughs> Just general movie trivia. And there was one I really wanted to go to that we missed. I forget what we were doing. They had one theme park trivia. Oh, that's cool. Um, Okay. Do you guys know that on one of the ships I was on, I won Beatles trivia, I won Elvis trivia, and I lost Michael Jackson trivia by one because I could not identify, I don't know how long it was, let's say a two-second snippet of Blame It on the Boogie by the Jackson 5. Oh, now that's a deep track. That's That's a deep track. That's not um, the girl is mine, or uh, you know, that, it, <laughs> that's a deep yeah, track. I, did, I didn't do the movie, the music trivia one, so I don't know how they do them. But they did say they were playing snips of uh, TV theme songs, and you had to write the theme songs down, which I probably that's awesome. Been. I love the trivia. I might have been pretty good at that. So they have that like going constant. There's almost always some kind of trivia going in one of the bars or lounges. Um, they had animation classes, like we drew a sorcerer Mickey. Um, Yours was excellent, by the way. Yeah. Deanie's took up like the whole page. <laughs> Mickey. It's funny. They, you know, they had the movie theater on the, uh, the ship. They were playing three movies just over and over, you know, rotating through them. Uh, do you want to try to guess the, th- 
the three movies that are telling? Uh, Soul. No. No. Okay. Frozen. No. It's Frozen three newer two. movies. Newer Encanto? movies. Encanto. Encanto. Um. Oh. They wouldn't be showing Spider-Man Far From Home yet, would they? No. Or No Way Home. No Way Home, sorry. No, because it was Sony. It's technically a Sony Oh, okay. Star Wars? What's what's the last Marvel movie? Black Widow? The last one would have been Black... um, Yeah, the... No, 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 no. Not Black Widow. Nope. Oh. um, Not Inhumans. The Eternals. 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 They're showing Encanto, The Eternals, and West Side Story. Oh, I forgot about West Side Story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of those was constantly playing uh, all day. Um, wow. So well, that, I, would have, I would have enjoyed watching one of those over and over and over again. Which would be Encanto? Eternals. Yes. He loved Eternals. You loved Eternals. No, it, Eternals was <laughs> the, the movie is exactly well named. Yeah. <laughs> is it Encanto? It, it, it would be yeah. Encanto. Yes. We actually, we walked by by it once and uh, we could hear, we don't talk about Bruno coming out of the, uh, the theater. Um, they had, um, so every night, uh, so the way it works, Scott, is you have your dinner and then a show or they flip it and you have the show and then dinner. Um, but I guess because they're trying to space people out, they added an afternoon, like a matinee. So um, for the two, uh, big shows they had frozen and they had um disney dreams um so those they had at one six and eight so like if you had the early dinner which ours was at six we could go to the eight o'clock show and if you had the late dinner you could go to the six o'clock show wow Um, okay or if you just wanted to go to the one o'clock because you know it's like like frozen we went to the one o'clock show um and that was pretty it was really good like i was i was amazed at um like all the sets and stuff they can get moving on that uh like things coming up and down from under uh you know up below the stage and stuff um and they had like uh like olaf was a puppet uh sven was um a guy like and he had like the giant uh reindeer <laughs> you know uh head coming out of him on one side and then the back was the uh you know the butt um and they had uh like when they were tell like when they started they were like little kids it was the actors that were playing Anna and Elsa, but they were puppets. They were doing the puppet little ones, and then as they grew up, like the puppets disappeared. It was just them. Oh, that's cool. Um, it was. Do really you want to build a snowman? Yeah, and they had like they had like the Papa, door. Can you hear me? And she was, like Anna's on it, and then the thing turned, so you can see like Anna on one side and Elsa on the other, so you can see both of them doing. The, oh yeah, with the door. Yeah. Yeah, and they had like a lot of lighting effects for when she sang "Let It Go," and like things were lighting up and at the end like the snow came out of the <laughs> it was really good um it's great it's yeah. amazing what they can do at sea yeah on those ships in the theater and then the the disney dream one was like a like a greatest hits it was like a girl that um she was supposed to be going to bed she didn't want to go to bed she wanted to fly and then like peter pan came in through her window and then it was just like you can learn to fly, but you need to believe. And then, like, here's a song from Tangle. Here's a song from uh, Cinderella. Here's a song from uh, Aladdin. They did like they did two songs from Aladdin. Here's a song. From, you know, they did like seven or eight different things. 
And I was like, this is kind of stupid. It's kind of boring. Like I wasn't really enjoying it all that much. And then this, um, like six people came out, um, all dressed in like the African uh, garb and everything. And they did, um, uh, Circle of Life. Oh my God, that was amazing. It like brought like the house down. Like it was so good. It was just like six of them standing. Like they closed the curtain and they were just sitting there just singing. They were like, they, it might be the version they do on Broadway. I'm not sure because it was a little bit different than the, than the, the movie. Yep. Like, like they got into it. Like, it you know, sounds like it's the Broadway yeah, style version. That was really good. That woke me up. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the boom woke you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think they were before, right before that, I think, I think they did Tangled. They did that. Everyone has a dream from Tangled. Mm. And it's amazing too, because like the set is her bedroom, but then like the set would change to the different movies. So like um, a carpet came out of the, the stage for uh, when they, they did a whole new world from Aladdin. Although it's a little weird with Aladdin singing it to uh, supposedly like an eight-year-old girl or something, singing a whole new world. <laughs> That's a little weird. Don't you dare close uh, your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so the Frozen was on Tuesday and the Disney Dreams was on Thursday. And they announced after the show on Tuesday that Wednesday night was a ventriloquist or something, which I'm not a big fan of ventriloquism, so I, we didn't go to that one. Yeah, we but, skipped the ventriloquist. Uh, that act was on the magic and we're like, yeah, no, we're, we're was good. was a lady named Lynn something. Uh, we had a guy, so it was a different yeah. act. But yeah, it, it, mm, no, I'm good. It was funny because the crew director said, we managed to uh, procure this uh, artist for the, uh, I'm sure, sure it was really hard to get it. But then he announced that it was Pirate Night, which I don't, a lot of people were, were, weren't were sure if they were going to be doing it. And then they announced that they were doing fireworks. Yeah. At sea, which, so on the Fantasy Scott, we did, it was the Star Wars Day at sea. Mm-hmm. And so they had like a whole stage show they had stuff on the funnel vision and they had a, a large um, firework display. The fireworks on here lasted two minutes and 10 seconds. On and the, a lot of, on, on the, the wonder? wonder, on the wonder, it, it started at 10, 15, it was over by 10, 17 and 20 seconds. And a lot of them were just the, right. the one that went across. The, and there was a couple of big ones and that, but then when it's, it was over, I was like, well, that can't be the end of it, you know? that was the it was only like were people disappointed um i don't know i didn't really talk to anyone afterwards i was a little disappointed because i was like i would have thought it would have been a little bit more maybe incorporate the funnel vision or something but they just played um you know a little bit of i think they played a little bit of uh part of your world and then something else but it was just snippets because it didn't last very yeah because my wife recorded it so i mean i have a video of it so you can yeah, I think it the same with the magic. Um, the dreams fireworks were way more elaborate. The magic did in, did involve the funnel vision um, a little bit and have like the stage and characters and stuff. But again, it wasn't long, and it was one of those things where you watch Pirate Night, and pirates are climbing up the funnel and they had like safety lines and they got punched off and they'd fall and do all this stuff, and then everybody had to turn around to watch the fireworks um, <laughs> right. because they were shot, you know, so, to the yeah. Act. No, the like, the fireworks were not long on the magic the cast members just came out and said they'll be right over there they were telling everybody people were standing with obstructed views they're telling me why i want to move because they're going to be over there you know and then what what was very interesting and you again you're on you're on a ship and it's very large you don't feel it move unless the waves are are significant but you could tell the captain was turning the ship to get it into the wind and the wind kept shifting 
So from time to time, I would stare straight up and you could get a sense of how much the ship was turning because the stars were spinning. He was trying to get it to be in the wind. So like you'd be looking up and it'd be like, you'd be turning like 45 degrees and then you'd turn (laughs) another 45 degrees the other way and then you'd turn this way. And it it was, but you can't feel it, you know, because you're moving forward, but it's like, you look straight up, you can see the stars moving. You're like, oh, that's a little weird (laughs) (laughs) because they really don't want the fireworks smoke to blow back onto the ship. Right. Yeah. It's a weird sensation when you're like doing laps around the ship and when you're walking with the water, you don't notice it. But when you're walking against the water, yes. Like the way the water's flowing, it, it you get a little disoriented if you're not uh, if you stare at the water too much while you're walking one way and the water's coming the other. Yeah, it's similarly in the workout rooms um on the magic, I didn't notice it on the dream, but on the magic, the treadmills face port and starboard. So you are constantly moving to your left or your right, looking at the horizon, which has got to throw people off if you're trying to walk straight. <laughs> yeah, it, the treadmills were pointed out the way, to, with, you know, towards, you know, you look out the window right. and see the sea, but I don't remember which direction. But if it wasn't forward, then you're looking to the side. <laughs> uh, I want to say the spa was aft. Okay, well, that wouldn't be bad. You just feel like you'd be walking backwards. Yeah, because I want to say Paulo and the spa were aft and Cabana's and Concierge's, uh, Concierge, is that right? Concierge. Uh, were forward. Okay. I just want to tell you a little bit, a couple stories with Andrew, our room attendant. Um, some of the things, like, he was twice, he was cleaning a different room as he was getting stuff out of his cart, saw us coming down the hall, ran to our room and opened the door for us. That service. That is awesome. Um, he would, they would clean your, they would come to your room twice. They'd come in the morning and clean and like, he was organizing us. So like I had my toothbrush and toothpaste and my contact solution and my glasses sitting on, so there's two bathrooms. There's one that's a toilet in the sink and one that's a shower in the sink. So two people, two different people can get ready at the same time. He rearranged everything. So like he, he stood my toothbrush up as a, you know, a electric toothbrush. He stood it up, put the toothpaste next to it. You know, like he, he, he was arranging everything. We had our, um, it's an older ship. It was built in like 99, so there's not a lot of plugs on it. So most of the electrical plugs are up by the uh, mirror. Um, it's like when you walk in, you have the bathrooms on one side, the closet on the other. Then you have your bed and there's a little couch with a, a mirror. And then you have your, uh, if you have a balcony, you have the balcony. Um, we had the, my, both our watch plugs and our phone cords there. He had taken them and wrapped them and put little Velcro straps on them and just left enough to where we could plug them in and they would rest on the desk, but there wasn't cords everywhere. Um, like he did that with everything. Like he was arranging, like he was, um, he was cleaning, but he was also like tidying up and arranging our stuff. So it was nice and neat. And then every night they did the, um, we did the penguin the first night. And then um, since we put, we were celebrating our anniversary, we came back the second night. On the bed, there were two swans that were kissing and he had put rose petals in the shape of a heart and then a bunch of chocolate on the bed. And then he had, there's a curtain you can close between the bedroom, between the bed and the little couch area in case you have like a third person or kids with you and you want some privacy, you can close the curtains. He'd closed the curtains and hung, made a, um, 
cow monkey and it hung it from the top of the curtain. So we came in and you can see the monkey hanging there. And he put my, this time he put my sunglasses on the monkey. Then he had the two swans sitting there kissing. So then That's awesome. that we, is came, awesome. we came back the third night and he the had other made- reason that that, not to interrupt real quick, but the other reason that that curtain exists is if someone wants to watch TV and yeah. someone wants to sleep. Yeah, the TV's on the other side, although it's on a mouse, awesome. so you can It's on a mouse, so that's the other great thing. So, like, when we had grapes and she was little and she was sleeping on the pull-out couch, we would swing the TV onto the bedside, mm-hmm. pull the curtain, and that curtain weighs about 500 pounds. Um, and, and then we would be able to watch TV, uh, which, of course, we were nuts. We put on the subtitles and we had no sound. But um, <laughs> we were like, no, let her sleep. Um, or if she wanted to watch something and we didn't care you know again you just swing it over and you close that curtain yeah so the the third night he had made like a um guy um i don't know what it was supposed to be it was like a little thing sitting there reading and when i went to the acupuncture he had brought an envelope with some notes for me some follow-up care like some exercises to do with my neck and stuff he had put it he made the thing look like it was reading the envelope and he had taken my regular glasses and put them on that but it looked like someone was just sitting there reading in the bed. Um, and so I, was, I told my wife, um, so on the, the last night of your cruise, they also give you uh, uh, the little tip envelope so you can do the tips. Well, when you book, it's the, it's the 18% already built in. So it tells you what you're tipping them. Now you can add more, which we did because uh, everyone on there was amazing. Plus the boat was half empty and it wasn't fair. I don't think to them, they're not making as much money as they would be on a full cruise. We tried to be a little bit nicer to them. Um, but I had, um, I tried to, I had taken the thing apart that was on the bed. I didn't mean to, but I did it by accident. So I was trying to like make one, but I couldn't really make one. So I kind of just did like um, one, I put, I rolled one towel up and laid it on the pillow. And then I made like an, uh, a U-shaped one. And then I took another and I made like legs. So I, I used like three towels. And I made like this thing, weird thing. And then I put his tip uh, thing in the pillow, in the thing. So it looked, and I put my sunglasses on. So it looked like a little guy. I was trying to make it look like a guy sitting there holding the tip thing. And um, and then we had went out and we came back and he had made um, a gorilla, a little gorilla thing on the bed. And he came back to the door and he thanked us. And he just said that he really appreciated the my attempt at making the towel animal and he said he sent a picture to his daughter um and he kind of stood there for a minute and we were like i'm not sure you know what's going on but it was kind of awkward for a second and then he left and we had just come back in the room and my wife went to go to the bathroom she opened up the bathroom door and screamed because he had taken a towel and put it like on the lip of the toilet and put the two sides down and put them in her shoes <laughs> so it looked like there were two legs hanging out of the toilet. Wow. And she just opened the door and saw her shoe and thought someone was in the bathroom and just screamed. Um, so I think that's why he was standing there kind of because he wanted he was waiting to see what we, we waiting to see that. the reaction. Well, you so guys we, are terrified of towel animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's, a, had, well, that's a clear. We theme. had um, so he'd come back by a little bit later to bring us the luggage tag. And I opened the door and I got him and my wife said, well played, Andrew, well played. And he started laughing. He realized she had saw the, uh, but he was amazing. Like it was just, 
there was, you know, the the attention and all that was just, you know, um, the tidying up. But, you know, I'd never been to a hotel where I came back and they had like kind of rearranged your toiletries nice and neat, tied nice. up your phone cords, you know. That's really awesome. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Oh, we did that rainforest thing, the spa. Um, I don't know what I was expecting because I didn't know what it was. They had two saunas in there. And I guess normally people just come and go, but now it's just me and my wife in there. And there's a really hot sauna and kind of a medium one. And then there's three showers, one which is a cold fog, one that's like a rainforest, just sprays water down on you. And then one they called, I think it was called Tropic Thunder. And it went from ice cold to like really hot as you stood under it. And then they had these um, like beds that had hot tiles on them that you could lay. It was interesting, but after like, you know, 15, 20 minutes in the sauna and jumping around and playing and the, you know, like going from shower to shower, trying them and stuff. And then I passed out on the little bed. We had it for two hours. I was like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. I don't know, you know, they didn't give you any instructions or anything. So I don't know what I was supposed to exactly be doing, but it was interesting. And then we, they had that couple's massage too. That was really cool. Sitting on the massage felt great, but sitting in the little chairs afterwards and they bring you, um, they make you tea. You get to pick which tea you want. They have a bunch of different flavors. They make you tea and then they bring you, um, it was chocolate covered strawberries and then like pineapples and kiwi on those skewers. And then they leave you alone for about 20 minutes. You sit there and drink your tea and eat the fruit and stuff and just relax. It was really, that was really cool. That sounds great. This is amazing. I don't know if I would do that every cruise, but now I know why um, people rave about the spas on on the cruises. Yeah, it's it's funny. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, but you kind of answered the question. Um, Not only, you know, again, like, like a, like I said, we kind of been texting um, not only while you're on your cruise, but since you've been back. With it being at such a reduced capacity, I was on a full capacity cruise on the Dream and the Magic. When you were in the adults area, you literally, you don't see kids. There are no kids allowed. It's not one of those things where, oh, you'll see a kid walk through. They position those areas in in a spot that you you have to purposely get there. So like um, the adults only sun deck is forward and it's in front of everything else and it's on top of everything else and like the cove and the quiet pool is not near any other kid area so um we didn't see not only did we not see kids but because we're on a disney cruise and there's a lot of people with kids we didn't see people like you know you would mention you felt like sometimes you were the only people on the ship there were times my wife and i and i took pictures i like taking pictures at walt disney world and places anyway where there's nobody in the picture which is kind of hard to do in the Magic oh, yeah. Kingdom. It but, is. You know, like, I'll, I'll wait people out. But I didn't have to wait anybody out. I got plenty of pictures of, like, the funnel unobstructed. I've got pictures of funnel vision where there might be one person. You know, like you like you mentioned, Nick, there was maybe two or three people at the pool. Even if the pool is not in use, there's people out there. They're reading. They're watching funnel vision. They're enjoying the weather. Um, they're catching up some sun. They're having their coffee. It's in the morning, yeah. you know, depending on the weather. You're in the Gulf of Mexico, um, so you know it's 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 definitely warm. Um, it was a little less warm when we were in Norway. That might have had something to do with it, but I mean it was still in the 70s. I mean you know you you put on a light jacket and you'd be in the sun. You'd feel nice and warm. And in the Caribbean on the Dream, of course, you know forget about it. It was in the 90s, but you know you you had mentioned how it was empty. This is the longest question of all time. 
Um, did you ever feel like you were oddly alone? Like like it was almost like you weren't supposed to be here, or did or was the was the crew and the cast make you feel even more special because they could give you a little bit more attention or or run down the hallway and open up your door because he didn't have so many cabins that he had to take care of. Yeah. Um, the Everyone on the ship was amazing. All the cast and crew and everything. There was, And there was um, one lady that was on the fantasy in 2018 and she recognized us. I don't remember if we had an interaction with her or anything, but she's like, have you guys been on a cruise before? And we were like, we were on the fantasy in 2018. She goes, I, I remember you guys. Like, she remembered us. I don't know what we did and how you we stood out. But yeah, so she yeah, remembered us. Um, everyone, like, they had people, like, you were just, they were constantly cleaning stuff. Like, you constantly saw people yeah. wiping stuff down and clean stuff. And they were all like, oh, how you doing? Hi, hi, you know, are you enjoying your cruise? You know, um, so everyone, all the, you know, all the servers, when you would show up for lunch or breakfast, it wasn't, you know, your, your main servers. It was just whoever was working those. They were all great. They were all, you know, every single time we sat down anywhere, they asked, do you have any allergies? Do you have any food? Which Disney's great about that anywhere you go. Yes. Any other restaurants, they do that. Um, they were doing that. Um, uh, on deck was where we saw the most people, except for either, either dining or on deck was like we saw the most people. Like I walked into the movie theater at, when they were showing Encanto and I figured there'd be a bunch of families in there. There was nobody in there. Like it was, they were showing to an empty theater. Um, there was one, at one point we were walking around shot when we were in one of the stores, there was no one, in the, it was just us. And the and the, the you know the people behind the register and stuff and it felt a little weird. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you know. Um, yeah, and you're used to like, bumping into everybody, you know, all these people when you're at a Disney store, you know. Because yeah, even like we had done, and again, this was full capacity, but we did like a vodka tasting for an hour, um, and that was at the Cove, and it was hosted, and we you know we learned some different types of vodkas, how it's distilled, all the stuff, its history, um, and and that was great, you know, if you like vodka, and we got some keepsakes. But when I tell you that there were maybe 10 other people doing that, like you don't feel like you're on a ship with 2,000 passengers and 1,000 cast members. Yeah. And that was full capacity. I can't imagine being on oh, yeah. it the was ship just... with 1,000. I mean, you, you basically, I mean, maybe they ran a little bit reduced staff. I don't know. But I mean, the fact that you were basically a one-on-one, -on -one, like you definitely had a crew member for your party. Yeah. Dedicated. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It almost felt like someone was following you around just doing whatever you needed. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Scott, you, you you had mentioned earlier about, you know, the drinks package. And, mm -hmm. you know, this, of course, was an anniversary trip. So not only is there an adult section, but there's a teens only section. And there's a kids club that mm -hmm. is only for kids. Um, and then there's like even the little, little kids infant room. And everybody is so segmented that if you don't want to see other people, like you could definitely have fun if you have kids and you know, the kids right. and the other kids and everything like that. And they have fun together in the adventurers club and the, or um, not the adventurers club. That would be the different. Oceaners. Uh, <laughs> the Oceaneer club and the Oceaneer lab. They have, but uh, yeah. But you know, it, it's, it's so, ah, oh, Nick, that's awesome. I'm so glad you did this. The, I was glad I did it too. The, uh, <laughs> the nursery was closed. The, it's yeah. a small world nursery. Those aren't open yet. The Ocean Oceaneers Club, I think, goes up to nine or ten. I think it's ten. And then they have uh, like ten to 
13 or something? 13. Is, is it's the tweens. I think it's called Vibe. They yep. have their own section. Yep. And then from thir- 14 to 18, they have their other, another section. They have the funnel, Scott. They have a nightclub yeah, in the They have funnel. a nightclub in the funnel, which they had open houses for these too, so you could go see them, but we didn't yes. make it to either Vibe or well, I forget what the other one's called. Yeah. The one in the, I think Vibe's the one oh. in the funnel. I think I, I I can't recall again. You know, uh, when we did our cruises, grapes was too little. She was in the she was in the club in the lab. Um, but I mean, the teens have not only do they have their own nightclub, but they have their own pool. And the pool wow. has like ping pong tables and foosball and couches and like their own TV. It's amazing. And from what I understand, Disney has an exceptional rating for safety yes. for all these clubs for the kids, because that's of course a concern of parents. And I think. Disney and Royal Caribbean may have been rated the highest, but don't quote me on that. But I certainly know Disney has and a that's, stellar. That's reputation. one of the things that you know. Nick Nick mentioned that you know the, the definitely the wait staff gets to know you, but the the way that the counselors and that and and they truly are. I mean, they are trained in like child psychology, and you know it, it, they're basically teachers at sea. So how they treat your kid, they greet them by name, like they say. Oh, Hey, grapes! How you doing? It's amazing. It's not uncommon to stand by those, walking by those, to see a parent bringing a kid out of it. The kid throwing a fit because they don't want to yes. leave. They don't want to leave. It's like we have to go to dinner. I don't want dinner. I want to stay. <laughs> and they plan for that. They actually, um, you can arrange. You know, definitely, definitely, if it's Paolo or Remy night, you can arrange to have your kid eat in the club. Um, and they will deliver the same food that they would have had at their rotational dining um, or if they have dietary restrictions or whatever, and they, they can eat there so that the parents can enjoy a night out um, And because they really don't let kids um, eat. I think it's 14 um, in, those, in those restaurants. And they, have, they had three different lounges on the ship. They have the Cadillac Lounge on this one. They had the Azure and they have the Crown and Finn, which is like a British pub. And um, they all have their own specialty drinks. They all have regular drinks. But only the Crown and Finn had food. Like they had, you could get a giant pretzel. They had potato skins. Um, so my wife wanted to play bingo. And all three of them are like right next to each other. And, and on, the, on the deck, I think they're on deck three. Um, it's like you have to walk by Azure to go to... The Cadillac Lounge here, and then Crown and Finn around the corner. Um, my wife wanted to play bingo, and we were hungry. Um, not like starving, but we wanted a little snack. And I asked the lady, she goes, we don't have any food here. And I was like, can I go over to the, uh, can I bring food in here? And she goes, yeah, sure. So I ran over to the uh, Crown and Finn and ordered a giant pretzel, and then, you know, brought it over. And I had, it had the little cover on, like all the food does when they bring it to you. And I brought it in there, like people were like, like looking at us, like I've been here sitting there eating the pretzel. Like, where do you get that pretzel from? Um, yeah, you you had mentioned the shawarma. The only time I've ever had shawarma in my life was on board the Magic, and it's the same deal. It's just a stand, for lack of a better word, that opens yeah. up. And what's funny is, um, I never really played bingo. I mean, I played bingo, but I've never played it in a like a setting like this. Um, like the first, they did four games. The first game, you just had to get bingo. But the three games after that, you had to get a certain 
like you had to get um the x it's patterns so you got to get all four corners or you got to make an x or you got to do a box or yeah Yeah, they did they did it had to be on um they did one where it had the first one was anywhere the second one it had to be on i or g you had to get i or g the third one you had to get the little x and then the last one you had to get the big x and one lady went twice. Wow. That's she pretty good. Really, but you could buy, you had to buy into it. So yeah. like $25, you got um, six cards per game. So you got, okay. um, or you could have got, um, I don't remember how much it was. I think it was $40. They gave you a tablet. And you have like, um, I don't know how many chances you had on the tablet, but the tablet basically did everything for you. It would call it out and it would just appear on your tablet. Um, that's no whatever. Fun. What, I don't know. Well, that's what it looked like. I didn't I mean, see part of it. Like, part of it's getting mad that you got beat out for bingo because someone called it before you and you just couldn't yeah. find your number well, fast enough. So the first one, the first round, three people won all at the same time. So they all got, the, they all split the prize. Okay. Yeah. Um, then the, the second and third time, the one lady won. She was from Australia. Um, and then the, the, another lady won the last round. Um, but anyway, and when you when you bought your tickets, they put you in a raffle and they gave away um, four bags that had like a cruise hat and had a couple of different things in there. They gave away, they raffled those off too. So it was, it was fun. The, the one stop was Cozy Mel. Yes. And we didn't book any excursion. Um, just because we didn't want to. Have you been like, to Mexico before? I, I've been to Mexico once before when I was like eight. Okay. And um, well, my uh, we, my dad tells the story. I don't know how true it is, but this is what my dad says happened when we went to Mexico. There was a line of stores, of like jewelry stores or something. There was like six or seven in a row. And he went into the first one and he saw a watch he liked, but um, he didn't buy it. It was too expensive or whatever. He said, so he walked out and he went to the next one. The guy at the counter ran back behind the stores and ran to the next one and tried to sell him the watch again. <laughs> and this repeated through all the stores till they got to the very end where my dad finally bought the watch. And the price kept dropping at every store. And the guy kept moving to the next store. So I guess he owned the whole strip or something. And he would just go one to one till, till my dad finally bought the watch. Um, but um, so there's apparently two port, uh, two ports to park in Cozumel, and like Disney and Celebrity were at one, and then there's another one I think Royal uses and some of the other ones. Um, but at this one, there's a like a little mini outdoor mall, and um, the the, um, they'll stand there and like, hey, come on in, come on in, come on, got some deals, we got some deals. Like they're trying to get you into their stores and stuff. Um, and we went to a couple of them. We were kind of like just uh, looking around. I sent Polly some pictures. There was um, they had a lot of those luchador masks. Yes. And they had one that was like Spider Man. I almost bought that. That's awesome. Then they, then they had one that had the Buffalo Bills on the side, look like a yes! luchador mask. Come, I almost bought Bills that. Mafia wife, in Mexico. <laughs> my wife talked me out of both of them. Oh. We got back on the show. I was like, damn it, I should have done this. Um, but um, 
they it was just a little shopping. We walked around. We did a little, we went outside the mall and walked down a, 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 one of the streets where there's like a lot of tourists and stuff along the water. It was really pretty. Um, and it opened up into a big plaza and they had like a big giant cozy metal sign you could take your picture in front of. That's cool. Um, it was really, it was nice. Um, but it was just kind of like we went to a, a different mall <laughs> than we'd been to and walked around. Yeah. We didn't really see a whole lot. So like, if we ever do that again, I'd probably look for an excursion that would take us somewhere that would show us. Like when we went, when we did the last one, one of the ones we went on was just a sightseeing tour. They just pile you in a van and, you know, drive you all around. But, so we just kind of hung out there. We went to uh, Senior Frogs. Oh, oh yeah. For lunch. <laughs> My wife hated it. Um, did you have a drink there? I did. I had a big giant. Uh... So the guy, um, they come over and he's like, like a drink and he like I opened up the app and saw what they had and um, I ordered a Bahama Mama and he's like do you want like this making like a giant like a sign like the big one or the little mug and I was like oh the mug and then he brought over the mug the mug was like uh, 10 inches tall <laughs> it looks like you you're like wow. mm, that's a lot, that's a lot. <laughs> so basically I just had that and we had some nachos delicious but everything like in all the little stores and everything it was all in u.s like it said you know like this hat's five dollars this is you know whatever the senior frog menu everything was in pesos um so i don't know if they do that to confuse you or or what but like he brought the bill over and it was like 800 and something i was like what and he's like well that's pesos I was like, oh god give me a heart attack <laughs> yeah what was it in u.s dollars it was like 45 dollars okay so we had like, talked to Hala. a couple, yeah, we had talked to a couple afterwards and they're like, oh, you should have went to this place. And they told us about a place down the road. They said, cause they've been to Cozy Mill a couple times and they said that you can get, um, they each got a margarita, it was a big giant margarita and they each got lunch. And I think they said their bill was $12. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, well, I need to write this place down so I know where to go. Yeah. For the next um, one. Yeah. But uh, it was it was fun. It wasn't. I mean, we didn't really do a whole lot of cozy. We just kind of walked around. And, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. The only other thing I don't I didn't really talk about were the three restaurants. I liked everything. I either liked or loved everything I ate. The only thing I didn't like was something that I kept here. I, I heard all the time about Asabuco. Yeah. I didn't like it. Okay. It tasted right. weird. Um, it tasted funny to me. It tasted almost like a pork chop, and I don't like pork chops. I know that's not how it's supposed to taste, so I don't know if there's something off with the one I got. But um, when I said I didn't like it, um, the uh, a goo took the took it away and said, "Would you like something else?" And I think they had um, what they have. They had a fish dish. I said, "Let me have that." They brought that over, and then the head server came over and like was checking on me. Are you okay? Is everything all right? I heard you didn't like the asabuco, you know. He's like, "Is there anything else we can do for you?" And he goes, "Do you have any feedback for the chef?" And I was like. I just didn't, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I just didn't like the way it tasted. It's, but like, they yeah, wanted to make sure I was happy. It's not like you're an Osobuco aficionado and yeah, this one is just terrible. Yeah. I don't know what this is supposed to taste like, but I didn't like it. Right. It just wasn't for you. <laughs> Which is, then, like, and one of the things they had um, on at Tiana's, one of the appetizers was a charcuterie board that had, it said it was duck salami some other kind of duck meat had a pork uh, shoulder and a fried egg and some pickles or something. 
And I really just wanted the egg and the little pork thing. Um, so I ordered that. And then the, the, the two duck meats were sitting there. And I was like, let me just taste these. They were really good. Like, I don't usually like, I'm not a big fan of salami usually, but this was really good. Yeah. And I don't know what the other duck thing was, but it was really good too. Donald. And it was Donald, yeah. The egg was good. Uh, they put a little paprika on it or something. It was a little, not maybe not paprika, it was something. It made it a little spicy. Yeah. But, uh, it was really yeah, uh, we we were um, during one of our meals. Donald walked by, and as duck was being served, <laughs> and I and I I specifically remember this that like I said, this duck is delicious, and and Donald whipped his head, <laughs> put his hands on his hips. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> So when we were on the fantasy, I don't remember all the dining rooms having any kind of show or anything. I know our animators palette did, but yeah. on, on this one, all three of them had, like one was just um, the characters, like I said, dancing around. Tiana's had, a, it was a jazz club feel. And it was funny because Tiana came out and she's like, welcome everybody to, uh, to my place. You know, we're going to do some songs and stuff, but um, here's, here's a, I forget what the, crawfish pruners and she walked off and like these two guys came out and they played a couple songs and so <coughs> mardi gras in louisiana is an official holiday and the kids get a week off school so a lot of the people on the cruise with us were from louisiana from new orleans and were on the cruise because they kids had the week off school so without that i don't know how full that ship would have been it may have been you know a third floor. Mm -hmm. Well, the jazz band's playing, um, they were playing, um, oh, when the Saints go marching in, and half the restaurant got up and they're dancing around, they're waving their towels, and you know, like they're <laughs> all the uh, people from uh, New Orleans were there partying. And then Tiana came back out and she goes, I hope y'all are enjoying your food, and then left again. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is the second time she's come out, she made like you know, just a two second appearance and left. Oh, well, but she's the host. She's yeah. she's the manager of the restaurant. So you know, like when 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 Scott walks into his Italian place, yes, he doesn't perform, right? Yeah. He just introduces, and then he goes and you know he 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 goes back to running the place. Right. I say things like, "Please welcome to the stage, Paul, Nick, and Dean, the Butter and Bacon Trio." And then you guys come <laughs> out, you offer a few comments, and then you go sit down. The crowd applause, and then I come out. I introduce the Beatles. I then go <laughs> step off stage. <laughs> Yeah, that's Taylor Swift. Scott, that's yeah, how that, now we're talking. That's how powerful Scott is. You got the Beatles to reunite. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then, like, they played a couple more songs. Then Tiana came back out and introduced um, Lewis and the alligator from oh, the alligator. The alligator came out. He had a little trumpet and he was running around the restaurant playing his little trumpet. And then um, she came back out a fourth time. And I was like, is she going to. They didn't sing any songs from. Uh, Princess and the Frog, what's going on? Then she came out the fourth time, and then they sang uh, Dig a Little Deeper and Going Down the Bayou. And all the staff, the servers that had been helping you, they're all now dancing through the restaurant, and they're grabbing kids, and they're doing the limbo. Like yeah. They had a whole whole show and everything. Um, that was really cool. And then awesome. uh, Animator's Palette, they have like uh, picture frames all around the, the restaurant. And like when you first go in, the whole restaurant's like black and white. All the chairs, all, everything's black and white color. And they're like slowly like, um, like one of the things had like a 
Jeannie. And like they slowly sketched in Jeannie. And then as the dinner went on, like the sketch, like they'd do like a sketch of like Dumbo and then Dumbo would kind of move around a little. Um, and then they slowly like added in color and movement and yeah. like the background started changing a little bit. And then it just turned into a full blown show with all the things showing different uh, animation scenes from different movies with music playing and all that. And like everyone's watching the TVs and all that stuff. And then just out of nowhere, Sorcerer Mickey comes in the restaurant. And he's running all around. And he's doing his little, you know, the little movie does in Fantastic. Oh man, it was so cool. Yeah, I have a lot of pictures of Animator's Palette. And um, I also have uh, one of the butter knives. They sell them in the uh, gift we, shop we bought it. We bought it. I did not walk <laughs> out with it. You didn't steal it? No. No. Um, yeah, um, and then um, the only other, like we did a bunch of the little activities and stuff. The only other thing we did a lot of was drink. <laughs> Doesn't make you a bad person. No, we had a... You're like on vacation, they, man. We had, they had this, because I don't drink a whole lot regularly. I like to, I only usually like to drink when I know my room's close by. Like when you're at Disney World, you're on vacation yeah. somewhere, and you can just go back to your room. Yeah. Um, and that's how it is on the cruise. I mean, you can just, they have, they have, the drink of the day, which is like most of the drinks are like $13, $14, like Disney World. Um, but they always have a drink of the day that's a little bit cheaper. And you get that. Um, and a lot of the bars will have like happy hour at different times. So they're yep. 30% off. So you can you can go around and bar hop to all the ones that are as, they're, as they rotate through the happy hour. Yep. Um, and I know that you're not a beer drinker, but for beer aficionados, um, you can get the keepsake mug. And what's great is you don't actually carry the mug around with you. You exchange it for a wooden token that you put into your lanyard. So you yeah. go from bar to bar on the larger ships. There are more bars um, that you can go to and they will give you the beer for the same price. But the mug is, a, I think it's a 20 ounce mug yeah, and it's the can... same price as a pint. So you actually get more out of the mug. So I, I think my wife and I figured out, it's like, well, if we have over the course of this cruise, if we each have six beers, the mug is free for the amount of beer that you have. Yeah, I just, And I think I'd beat that in like two days. So, you know, that, that was not a problem. And then at the end of the cruise, they give you, you know, like your last day, you know, they say, are you planning on coming back? No. Then instead of giving you back a wooden chip to put back into your lanyard, they will hand you a freshly washed you know clean boxed mug here you go Sweet. yeah and i just on the fancy i just bought the mug i never even got any yep. and you can do that too absolutely <laughs> but i mean i you know the, the fact that you could get 20 ounces for a 16 price was yes yeah. sign me up and so um the last night i went and most of the bars they said they closed at midnight i don't know um the last night i went to the cadillac lounge and they had um, a guy on the piano, which was really good. He said it was it was the last night of his cruise too. Let me see if I see. Will Pearson, um, and he was he was doing a lot of um, he did like Billy Joel. He did a Beatles song. He did um, I want to dance with somebody like a slow version of I want to dance with somebody. Um, and uh, he went past midnight, so I don't know what time they closed, but I left there at midnight the last night. Like, um, but um, that was really nice just to sit there. And, um, and the people that were in there, there wasn't a lot of people in there. It was maybe like 10 people. 
but they all the people that were in there were like paying attention to him and like watching him they weren't all like having separate conversations and being loud i think there was and there's one lady who i saw at least three different times around the ship and every time i saw her she was dancing and she was in there dancing so i don't i guess she just walk goes around the ship dancing and everything um but that was like the last night i, I stayed up till <laughs> way past midnight yeah. and then you have the last day you're assigned a breakfast time and a bre breakfast restaurant it's the same menu at all of them but they tell you um you go to tiana's like ours was tiana's at 7 20. Um, so you go there for breakfast and then you have to wait for them like like the night before they give you luggage tags you can put your luggage outside your room they'll pick it up and then they put it outside the ship for you and then you just have to go pick it up and we were gray daisy it was a it was, it was a daisy luggage tag that was gray and we're sitting there eating breakfast and we're you know we're talking we're taking pictures with our servers and stuff and um we're waiting and we're like eventually they're gonna call daisy they called mickey they called minnie they called pluto they called tinkerbell and apparently we missed when they called daisy <laughs> so we could have got off the ship at any point because like daisy was apparently one of the first ones they called and why would you but, want um, to but we didn't want to we wanted to stay on but you at a certain point you got to get off and uh like we were off at like 8 a.m um that morning it was pretty sad to leave the ship i gotta tell you it was, uh, it was a really great time it I sounds like recommend. a fantastic trip I highly recommend cruising period to anybody and then a Disney cruise to anyone. I mean, it was just so much fun. And like this one guy goes, well, I don't know if I want to go on a cruise that didn't have a casino. I was like, you don't even miss the, mm -hmm. you think about going to a casino when you're, when you have all this other activities and stuff like, or you can just go lay out on deck. There was tons of, tons of time where like I walked by that adult section, there was just people all out there reading books and um, just relaxing. But yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. We wanted. We we're gonna try and plan another one. I want to try and get to all five ships. No, this is great. I, I've thought about going on a Disney cruise. As I mentioned, I've done maybe, I guess it's two or three cruises. Three, I think. Two on Royal Caribbean and one on Celebrity years ago. And uh, I'm eager to get on a Disney cruise. And I learned a lot tonight. I'd heard these terms thrown around before, like artist palette and uh, pa Paolo and a few. But Asabuco. <laughs> but I really didn't have a full understanding of what these restaurants were and how the cruise ship operated. I feel much more informed now, Nick. So this was a fantastic trip report. Yeah, plan a trip and I'll help you uh, help you all the way. Maybe you'd come with us. Oh yeah. Hey, like I always say, you uh, you you buy, I fly. Okay, fair. <laughs> That's awesome. But I got to tell you, booking a cruise and then going on it 30 days later—that is the good stuff. <laughs> This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com on Twitter at AIOT Travel or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon, on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at Butter and Bacon Podcast at gmail.com. 
to get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. I think Space Mountain is way less than that. I have a Disney question actually for you guys. I don't know the answer to. Oh, I'm, all right. Go for it. So you know that if you're an annual pass holder, you have up to, I think, five park days you could book in advance, right? I sure, I guess okay. I'm not an That's, AP. That sounds right. But then if you're staying at a Disney resort, you also are able to book under that as a guest. So if I have a park reservation I've made for a particular day under my annual park person, ticket, whatever, and I'm also staying at a Disney resort, can I book another park the same day? Not the same day. Cause remember that your person ticket, your media, your admission media, is for you for one park, even though you have an annual pass. Right. What I thought you were going to say is if you had a resort reservation, can you use those resort reservations to book and use your annual pass to book before your resort check-in day? What's the answer there? I don't know. I mean, because I'm thinking, and this is purely trying to game the system to get an ADR or a park reservation. That if you get the reservation before you can actually check in to your resort, I don't know if it works this way. You have an annual pass. I think it's only 30 days out. Like, I think the resort guest still has an advantage in how right. far in advance you can book. So even that wouldn't work. Hmm. It's a lot three, to take in these rules. Three foot eight. Three foot eight. For space. Man. That's 36 plus eight. Carry the one. We need Dean here. It's math. <laughs> Polly has a strong beer. Yes, I'm trying an Italian Pilsner, which I'd never even heard of before. Not that strong, but it is big and it's local. And I like supporting local beers. Hashtag drink local. Mm. And this is a carton brewing Frusta. And it, I asked Scott before the show, should I try this Italian Pilsner? And he said, yes. So that's um, that's our first look on your take face. for the show. <laughs> Was that? And the look on your face. Oh, it's so good. I'm this is the rare five star rating for me. Wow, when I do my untapped check in. So, yeah, anyway. So, back to traffic report. Um, traffic report with Nick on the eights. <laughs> no, so we had we had... don't they know you're a podcaster? No, I didn't. I didn't. Hey, I didn't, didn't throw stand around up. that. You didn't, didn't know who plate? I am. <laughs> Could have been Lou. Uh, yeah. Apollo. If somebody said to you, what show do you host? You could have like picked the butter from the table and thrown it and said butter and then big bacon and bacon. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to come back in the morning and I will tell you the rest of the podcast name. <laughs> I can only tell you during breakfast hours. <laughs> butter and I'll be back later. Yeah. Um, the first day took an hour and 14 minutes to record really it's like <laughs> godfather one now we get to part two <laughs>
You're very long-winded for stories. Am I? Wow. That was rude. That was very rude. Oh, did they say it was rude? Oh, I just said, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I thought of three other things, so. Just three? Just three. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a joint. uh, Please welcome a duo. I to say it's, it's a late please welcome lou Mangello. no <laughs> we'll lose on the show now with backing vocals by paul well, Dean and nick well, we got a backup to lou it's like elvis and the jordan airs well, we know, can't stand in front of lou you wouldn't be able to see him suck it up suck it out oh was that the song yep Yep. Eat too much. I drink too much. I want too much. It's too much. (laughs) Yeah, that's an outtake.